Hey, fancy listeners, Francesca Hampton here, and I am honored that you took time to tune in once again. And I'm committed to sharing content that will make you glad you did. So welcome to the Fancy Thoughts Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to give you perspective, insight, and encouragement to release the greatness inside of you. I want you to live fancy life where you are fostering achievement, never compromising you because someone is waiting for you. Before we get into this week's episode, let's remind ourselves what we talked about last time. The last time we were together was episode 15, where we talked about never compromise. And I reminded you that you should never compromise in who you are, in what you stand for or believe in, and you never compromise in your tenacity in accomplishing your goals and releasing your greatness. We don't put ourselves in situations where we are accepting something that is different from what we really want because we begin to consider the wishes of other people. You are important. Who you are as you are is important. And we must never compromise because someone is waiting for you. Now let's get into this week's fancy thought. Now, once again, we did have a little bit of a break between the last time that we were together. And the reason for that break really leads us into the topic we're going to discuss today. So since the last time that I was with you, I actually had a medical procedure. Everything is fine. I'm recovering very well. But it was an experience that went completely different than the way that I expected and even planned for it to. So I won't get into a lot of great details, but I will just say that this was a procedure that Although it was outpatient and it seemed to be something that would go by quickly and the recovery would just be swift and easy, it was absolutely not that way at all. And so after the procedure, I had a very rough time and I can honestly say that I would not have made it and be sitting here with you today if it had not been for some awesome people who stepped in to help me. And that leads me directly to the fancy thought for this week. Our fancy thought this week is help. And I don't just mean, let's say the word help. It's a cry. Help. If I could take you back to last Monday and replay for you the experience that I had, you would be amazed. I don't think I have enough words to clearly draw a picture to show you the amount of unexpected things that happened the day of my procedure. But I can say that I was not prepared and I had not allowed others to prepare because I tried to downplay everything that I thought was gonna happen, including my amount of recovery time, as well as my need for help. And so I'm reaching out to you today in this fancy thought to tell you, to encourage you, and to implore you to ask for help. So let's just take the step, take a step back and, and look at what it means to cry for help. Many times we don't like to do that. Many times, if you're anything like me, male or female, you oftentimes feel that you can take care of things yourself. You feel that you can manage things on your own. And if there are any unexpected results or any unexpected things that may come about, you are quick and easily able to adapt and address whatever comes about. And all of those things may very well be true. But on the flip side, do you realize that you need someone else's help? 
And just as much as someone else needs your help, maybe again, you're like me. And I am one that if I see something that somebody else needs, or if I hear that somebody else needs something, generally I am quick to say, hey, I can help in that area. Or maybe I can do that for you. Or is there anything I can do, you know, to make that easier for you? right? It's easier for me to do that for someone than to ask or even accept someone to do that for me. It's really, really difficult. And I'm not exactly sure. I wish I could break it down and say, well, back when I was two, you know, I don't know what happened. I don't know why it is this way. Probably I just was on my own for a long period of time and I got used to doing things by myself. Now, if you're honest, even with my statement that I just made, I have never been completely by myself. Never. Even when I was living on my own, living away from my family, God has always placed people in my life that were there to help me, whether they were able to be there physically or emotionally, spiritually, whatever way, God has always placed people in our lives to help us. We just sometimes either choose not to recognize them until you have no other option but to recognize that they're there, or we just choose to try to ignore it and feel like we've made it on our own. But there is not one person in this world who has made it on their own. It's not actually possible. You can't do anything in this whole world completely by yourself. Whether you are interacting with someone else, whether you are accepting something from someone else or giving something to someone else. Our life existence in this world always includes someone else in some capacity. Even if you stay in your home all the time and are a hermit, There's still someone who brings you your mail. If you get groceries delivered to your home, someone has to go pick up those groceries and deliver them to you. If you order food out, someone has to make that food and then deliver it to you. If you have medicine, someone has to prescribe them, someone has to fill them, and then somehow they're delivered to you. Even if you try to be a recluse and just say, I'm living off the ground and I'm living off of the, the earth, if you will, you know, in some way, shape, or form, In some capacity, something that you need was created by someone else. Even if you lived off the land, you needed God to create an area that cultivates and grows the types of things that you need to eat. You can't make soil on your own. You can't grow anything on your own. You don't have the capacity of your own to be able to make the ground do anything. You are never alone. But how we are successful, how we are to release our greatness is to be able to recognize that not only do we have help, but we need help. So let's look at the definition of help. The first definition is simple. It's one that we are the most familiar with. To help means to alleviate the burden of someone else by giving assistance, right? If someone is falling, someone may help them up or help them by preventing them from falling. If you need something, someone may do something for you in order to alleviate the burden from you and give you some type of assistance. If you are struggling in school and someone else is stronger in that subject, they may offer you some help, alleviating the burden of struggling on your own by giving you assistance, help. It's simple. Parents help children. Husbands and wives help one another. Friends help one another. Siblings help one another. People help one another. And at some point in time in our lives, we have alleviated the burden of someone else by giving them assistance. It's simple. It's easy. 
But why are there so many of us, and I'm including myself in that scenario, who struggle with asking for help, who continue to struggle in certain situations, go without in certain situations, or be frustrated in certain situations simply because we won't open our mouths and say, help. So I want to dive into this a little bit more and help you to understand or hopefully open up the door so that you can be more willing to understand that this is a gift. This is an opportunity. This is a blessing that we have been given by God to allow other people to help us. We have been designed to help one another. That's the way the world works. And the moment we're able to receive that, the moment that we're able to accept that, the more that we're able to embrace that, then we can remove the burden of feeling like we're a burden to someone else. We can remove the stigma and, and the, the, the negativity that somehow comes along with the, with the reality of acknowledging that you can't do it on your own. You don't know everything. But some of us have gotten stuck there. So here's another definition. Of course, these are coming from the Collins Dictionary for the word help. It means to give or provide what is necessary to accomplish a task or satisfy a need, to contribute strength or means to, to render assistance to, to cooperate effectively with, to aid and assist. I love this definition because when you look at each of the different components of it, they are words that are simple that any of us could do on any given day, but they are so powerful in their result. So let's take the first one, to give or provide what is necessary to accomplish a task. To give or provide what is necessary. You may have something that I need in order for me to be successful. Does that make me lesser than? No. Does that make you more than? No. It means that in the world that we live in, the way that we were designed, you have something that is necessary to help me accomplish a task. And if I can recognize that and recognize especially your willingness to give it or provide it, I'm able to fulfill what I would be, what I have been created to fulfill. And you are able to provide what you were created to provide. When we talked about someone is waiting for you a few episodes before, part of that is your ability to help someone else to be successful. So then turn that around and recognize there's someone that has what you need in order to accomplish what you need to do. Here's an example. Let's say that you need to build something. Now, in order to build something, you need materials. In order to get those materials, someone or something or some organization or some you know entity has to provide that to you. So let's say, let's make it simple. Let's say you need some lumber, right? So when you need lumber, what do you do? You go over to the Home Depot or Lowe's, Menards or whatever it may be to go get some. Why? Because in order for you to accomplish your task, you need something, right? Now, mind you, they're not going to just give it to you <laughs> in that case, but you understand the task or excuse me, you understand the concept that you need to get something that is necessary so that you may accomplish your task. So let's try a different example. Let's say that you need to do something at work, but you don't know exactly how to do it. You know the concept, you know the end result, but you're not exactly sure of the each and every step that you should take, or maybe you're just stuck on one step and you're not sure how to do it. Now, you could sit there for days on end or hours on end trying to figure it out all by yourself, or 
You can go to someone else in your company and you can ask for help. You can ask them to give you what is necessary to accomplish that task, which might be insight, wisdom, or direction. You can ask them to provide what is necessary to accomplish your task, whether that be sitting down and reviewing what you already have and giving you uh, corrective criticism, or it could be showing you exactly what you may be missing in a particular area. Now, that seems like a simple task, but how many of us have sat there and instead did the first thing? where we sat there for days on end saying, I should know this. I should be able to figure this out. I should be able to find out what is wrong with what I'm doing and fix it myself. I shouldn't have to ask anyone else. I've been hired to do this particular job, so I should be able to figure this out. That's silliness. It's ignorance. And then more importantly, it's pride. Pride says I should know, I know everything and I don't need anybody else. That That is just ludicrous. Because again, when you recognize that we have been created to need one another, we've been created to help one another, then you can recognize that there is someone who has the missing piece of your puzzle. And if you just go ask them for it, you will be able to complete your task. You will be able to complete what you set out to do. Let's continue looking at this definition. To help also means to contribute strength or means to to another person right? That means that in that moment when you need strength or means, motivation, encouragement, someone else is able to do that. So let's say once again, let's say here's an easy one. You're working out or you want to start working out or you've been working out, whatever the case may be. And you're like, man, this would be so much easier if I had some help. If I had someone that would go with me, if I had someone that would, you know, call me in the morning or send me a text message and say, Hey, I'm right here rooting for you. Hey, I'm right here encouraging you. Or, Hey, are you ready to go? Let's get to that gym. Or, Hey, we said we were going to get five days in. It's day two. Let's get it working. You know, let's get it moving. Sometimes just having a person in your corner, having or being accountable to someone else gives you that strength that you need to keep it moving, gives you that strength that you need to push past those moments when you don't feel like it, when you don't desire to, when you don't have enough energy, it seems to keep moving. But you know what? They'll never be able to do that for you if you never ask them for help or you're never accepting their help. Because many times our issue is on either side. It's either the asking or the receiving. We'll talk about that a little bit in a moment. So again, help means to contribute strength or means to. It's the ability to for someone to be able to help you in those moments, to strengthen you in those moments when you need it. The rest of the definition just is self-explanatory. R- render assistance to, cooperate effectively with, aid and assist, right? It's basically someone being able to assist you, to help you, to encourage you, to strengthen you, to guide you, to lift you. Whatever it is that you need in any given situation, it's allowing someone else to be that for you. Now, as I mentioned, there are generally two sides of our struggle for help. It's the ask for and the acceptance of. Now, We started out talking more so on the side of asking for, you know, sometimes as we mentioned, not asking for help is a sign or a signal of pride. It's the idea that I should be able to do this on my own. I should be strong enough, smart enough, you know, experienced enough to be able to do this already. And the fact that I can't simply means I need to dig deeper down into my 
into my psyche. I need to dig deeper down into my understanding. I need to go deeper in myself to figure this thing out. But many times it's just that you need to ask somebody that knows already. I've heard it said once before, if you are the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. You cannot be the smartest person because how are you going to achieve greater heights if you're not surrounded by or influenced by anyone who knows more or has done more or is doing more than you? Well, if I'm surrounded by people who know more than me in any area, doesn't mean that I'm surrounded by people I can't relate to. It means that there are people in my life who excel in an area that I may not excel in so that I can glean from them just as much as I expect that they would glean from me in areas that I might be more successful in or more knowledgeable knowledgeable about. But if I'm surrounded by such great people, but I refuse to ask for their help, then then I'm not taking advantage of the network that I have. And so even saying that statement, some might say, well, you know, you're not supposed to take advantage of people. Let's not, you know, play with words. The idea is I want to learn from you. I want to glean from your knowledge. I want iron to sharpen iron. And so if you know something that I don't, it would be foolish of me to know that you know, but think I'm going to figure it out myself. What am I trying to prove and to who? When in actuality, if I just asked you, you would be able to give me what's necessary to accomplish my task and I could move on to the next one. But instead, we sometimes get stuck on a task for Lord knows how long just because we won't ask. So the encouragement is allow those that are around you to help you. The other side of not asking for help is not accepting help. Sometimes those that are around us see that we need help in a certain situation. They see that we need help to do something or to accomplish something or just to be. And so they offer their help. Hey, can I do X, Y, Z for you? Can I do this for you? Hey, can I get something for you? And we're like, oh, no, I don't need that. No, thank you. No one, dad, Fletcher, do wiki well. You need it. You need that help. You were just saying to God or you were just talking to someone else like, man, you know, I got all these different things to do. I just, you know, sometimes I just get overwhelmed with all the things that I need to do. And then someone comes along and says, hey, can I take care of that for you? I'm actually going that way tomorrow. Can I go do that? No, no, no. Thanks. But that's all right. I got it. And we consider that, you know, oh, I don't want to be a burden or, you know, being humble. Like I'm not, you know, I don't ask people for things. I take care of things myself or, you know, whatever the different lies that we tell ourselves as the reason that we don't accept help. But in reality, whatever that reason is, you are simply stabbing yourself in the foot. As they say, you're cutting yourself off at the knees. You are preventing yourself from being able to receive something that was assigned to you, that was designed for you, simply because you don't have the ability to accept it. And we have to move past that. We have to know that there are others in our lives that are able to help us to accomplish tasks. They're able to contribute strength. They're able to render assistance to us. They are designed to be able to do so. They want to be able to do so. We need to let them. So I'll go back to my original example of my recovery period. I told most of the people around me that this thing was going to be light. I was going to be done in a couple of days and I don't really need anything. I needed someone with me for 24 hours because that's what the doctor told me. That was the only thing that I was preparing for. I didn't even tell that many people in my life. I didn't even tell that many people in my family because I figured this was going to be really light. It'll be over with. And I didn't want to ask for help. I didn't want to burden anybody. I didn't want to make it seem that I needed people. I'm strong. I've come through a lot of different stuff in my life. Surely I can come through this small procedure 
and just be done with it. And I was wrong. And no, nothing catastrophic happened, but I needed help. I needed more help than I thought that I did. And there was a point where I had to allow the people that were willing to do so to help me. There was a moment where I had to call people and ask them for things that originally made me uncomfortable because I felt like, why would they want to help me do this? Or, you know, uh, I'm probably inconveniencing them or I'm probably asking for too much from them. But what I realized on the flip side of that is that there are people in my life who care about me and who are willing to help me if I ask them. They don't question me. Why did you ask me? Why did you call me? Why do you need me to do this? Why can't you do it yourself? They simply said, yes. And that was a moment where the Lord had to really show me that there are people in my life who are willing to make themselves available for me just because. Because they love me, because they care about me, because they are on my side, or because they have been designed and assigned to help me in that moment. And the more I was willing to allow them to do so, the easier my recovery became. The more I allowed people in, the more I allowed myself to be vulnerable. The moment I stopped lying about how severe my pain was, the quicker we were able to address the level of pain I was experiencing. But as long as I tried to make myself look stronger and better than I really was in that moment, the more I prolonged my recovery. We need to ask for help and we need to be willing to allow people to help us. There are people in your life who want to help you. There are people in your life who see the greatness and the potential in you, and they want to help you to achieve your greatness. They want to help you to release your greatness, and they are willing to step in in whatever area you allow them to. The only reason they haven't is because you won't let them, because you won't ask, because you won't accept it. You were not designed to do this on your own. And I promise you, even in your darkest moments where it may seem like you are, I promise you, you are not alone. I am so grateful for the people that have been with me over the past two weeks. My friends and my family. I give it extreme kudos to my daughter who stuck it out with me over the past two weeks and was there and was serving me in a moment where at, at times I felt like I didn't either deserve it or I didn't feel like I, I should allow it. But she loved on me anyway. And she loved me through my recovery. I thank God for my family who came to visit all the way from another country that came to visit me just to be with me, not to be entertained, not to be, you know, um, wind and dine, not to be taken care of or needing of anything, to be there for me. I thank God for one of my closest friends and her husband who were there with me in the thick of it all for anything I needed. I thank God that he placed people in my life who've always been there, but showed me through this past week, and there are many others that I could name, that have been with me through this whole week, that have shown me I am never alone. I am loved. I am cared for. I am supported. 
And so my friends, I am encouraging you and I hope that my testimony and vulnerability to you today reminds you, opens your eyes, encourages you to recognize you are better when you ask for help. You are greater when you receive help. You will be able to release the greatness on the inside of you when you allow those who have been assigned and designed to be a part of your life, to be able to give what they have so that you can accomplish everything you were created for. And recognize that as much as we give out to others, there are many that are waiting to give to you. In all facets and in all ways, someone is waiting for you. Thank you for joining us for the Fancy Thoughts Podcast. I'm Francesca Hampton, and I look forward to you tuning in again next week. And remember, you are well able, fully capable, and properly equipped to accomplish everything you were created for. So go and make this week a great one.